Hi, welcome to the Craft Sanctuary. My name is Yaro. I'm a queer maker living in Scotland, and I'm hosting this podcast to explore making as healing, landscape as belonging, and grief as a door. I also host a creative community that you can join on a pay-what-you-can basis. We meet weekly for cozy creative co-working sessions and have a supportive space on Mighty Networks. You can find the link in the show notes, and if you have a second, I would also really appreciate a review. Thank you so much. I'm sending love to you and your making practice. Hi everyone, my name is Yaro and you're listening to the Craft Sanctuary podcast because ta-da, there's a new name. Um, yeah, this is the second time I'm changing the name of my podcast and in this episode I want to tell you more about why, what's next for the podcast, what's happening in my personal life and yeah, just what kind of what I'm planning at the moment. So I'm recording this in October 2022. October and autumn in general is really my favorite season of the year and this year especially it feels like such a homecoming and yeah like really really good. Um, there's just so much to be cozy about and to process I think. Um, so yeah that's where I'm at. I'm still kind of in recovery from my accident um, almost two years later um, kind of you know adjusting life with adjusting to life with chronic pain and more limited um, mobility and I've been living in my new home since March this year I moved houses um, because I needed to be on the ground floor and I'm really engaged in like nesting and gathering nice foods for winter having candles around getting cozy and thinking about ways in which I want to be social again with people in person because obviously there's not been all that much of that and I still feel like I'm in a process of like thinking about what risks I want to take what I want to bring back into my life after this period of hibernations and lockdowns and hospital stays and I think as part of that in the last few years making has been so important and of course I've always been a maker in some way and I think the podcast in some ways also has always been about creative practice in different ways and so if you're new here I'll just tell you kind of like a brief overview of how this came to be. I started podcasting in 2015 um, and yeah, that's that's quite some time. This is episode number 150. It was initially called Daydreaming Rolls, and then for about two years it was called Creative Nature. I have had a patron also for almost five years, and in the beginning I was offering patrons a monthly ritual kit. So I was really and uh, really deep in the practice of each month kind of coming up with a theme and then sharing um taro spreads and herbal recipes and journaling prompts and playlists and recorded massage and writing and movement practices and many of these practices are still available to patreons they've just gone into an archive and people kind of dip in into them as and when they want to um and I think in the beginning, in the first few years, well, in the very beginning, I thought it was just going to be a solo podcast. I just wanted to experiment with a different format. Having been a blogger for many years, I felt like a bit stale maybe in that practice of writing and sharing in that way. And so I just wanted to sit down, hit record and talk about things in my life. And 
Um, I then began starting to talk to my friends as interview guests and I enjoyed that so much that I slowly but surely over the years kind of broadened the scope and invited more people in and people asked if they could be on the show and I got to share their stories and their work and their visions and I'm truly like feeling so lucky that I get to do this work because I'm quite an introvert. I really enjoy deeper conversations and I think that the podcast has really given me the space to talk to people in a meaningful way. And uh, I would say in the first three or four years, the podcast was really broad in scope. I was speaking to people who have healing practices. I always spoke to writers, to herbalists, to activists, and to artists, to all kinds of people. And I think a common thread was just a curiosity, I guess, about life and what it means to be human and what it means to stay alive in these times and then shifting the name to creative nature I think the focus shifted a little bit more to creative practice but I still I think have a habit of kind of wanting to be everything to everyone and that's human you know it's fun I love my communities I just want to offer them as much as I possibly can but I also I think for myself have really this desire to kind of hone in and to focus on the things that are most important to me in my practice while also keeping some things to myself. I feel like there's a real, um, like it can be easy to feel like we should um, monetize all our hobbies or share everything about our lives. And I think it's okay to choose containers for our work and, and things that we want to focus on. And so anyway, I think to me at this point in my life, what really feels still the most important thing is to think about practice um, that's creative and nourishing, about small everyday rituals, thinking and making space for grief, um, honesty, relationships, those kinds of things. And within that, of course, different threads pull together, such as working with plants, thinking about home, thinking about food thinking about the seasons and that rhythm. Um, but I want to really more specifically in this space talk about making practice and creativity and how that has really carried me through the last few years. And I'm excited <clears throat> both to share more about my own practice, about what I'm making and why, and how I'm kind of finding my place in the world between arts and crafts. I think there's a lot to flesh out there. A lot of people like me feel really hesitant about describing themselves as an artist or a maker. And I yeah, would love to talk more about that. But I also want to talk um, to other people about their practices and what makes them feel alive and creative and engaged and having a sense of meaning making. And I think I'm really... I mean, there's so many beautiful things we can talk about and I listen to all kinds of podcasts myself, but what feels, again, most important to me right now is also having space for grief and loss and reflecting on the pandemic and the things we've experienced and the things maybe that in some ways have been traumatic. And that's not to be a downer. I think there's a real sense of joy for me in that exploration because it just feels so honest and it feels like the more... I talk about these things, the less they burden me, the more they allow me space for pleasure and freedom and liberation. 
But I think talking to my guests about their making practice and their creativity is maybe a really nice and gentle and contained way to also talk about those more difficult things in life. So I don't want to, you know, get people on the show and be like, hey, like, what have you last been crying about? I mean, unless that's what they want to. But I can see myself asking questions along the lines of like, what's giving you comfort? What's what's keeping your hands busy right now? How are you processing your experiences? So to me, making is a beautiful way to articulate loss sometimes and to think about the more feral aspects of life, if that makes sense. Um, a good friend of mine died last December very unexpectedly, which was a really big wave of grief for me. And especially in the beginning, I felt this real sense of being almost like an animal, like I was just sleeping and um, eating and moving in this very kind of intuitive fell way because nothing nothing really mattered outside of this big loss that was so consuming and that was hard but I remember the in a few days after my friend died I began to crochet for the first time ever and I was just sitting in bed staying home alone for Christmas I was going to spend Christmas with this friend and I was just crocheting these little circles and they it's not about what these circles are at all but it's it was just about keeping this thread to aliveness there and having something in my hands at a time where a quiet meditation practice for example really wouldn't have been accessible because my thoughts were spiraling and I was just so sad like I couldn't bring myself to really sit in that stillness I needed to have something in my hands and I know so many people who really support their mental health through um, knitting or crochet or weaving or any kind of other making practice. And so, yeah, I just can't imagine something more exciting to talk about right now. Another aspect that made me feel like I want to commit to this being a craft sanctuary is this overwhelm around social justice that many people feel. I think we all agree there's so much that could be different in the world and I know many listeners just yeah share this feeling of like there's so much I want to do and is it ever good enough uh, what else could I do what is the edge of my resources and my capacity and sometimes not always but sometimes making and making with other people and being in this like really basic human things of like I'm going to make you something to keep you warm I'm going to cook you something to feed you. I'm going to tell you a story. I'm going to listen to you. It just kind of brings me back to basics where I'm like, that really does make a difference. And maybe that is enough for now. And I can hold my my politics and my visions and my moral compass and and be both kind of visionary and really pragmatic right now and see what is right in front of me. So yeah, there's that too. Another thing that motivates me is um, the making app. I've shared about that before a few episodes back. It's a lovely app. I really recommend it. I would love to connect with you there. As you know, I left Instagram about two years ago for all kinds of reasons. And I feel really um, encouraged and kind of welcomed into this new space that is run so differently 
and that's really focused on making and on making a space for every maker that's that tagline I've been teaching some classes on there and really enjoyed that so it feels nice to be able to visually share making processes with people because I think that's probably one of the good things I got out of being on Instagram is like visual inspiration and being able to share projects and process and I think for me in the end it wasn't worth it anymore um thinking about the downsides for me personally that came with being on there so I'm glad that that space exists and I think that will be a nice way for me to continue sharing and being inspired um I have also, since the summer, been offering Queer Spirit sessions on the first Sunday each month. They're free. I'll link to them. You're welcome to join if you like. It's a space for queer people to meet up and practice in their own way. So we meet for 45 minutes. I open with a grounding. I welcome everyone in. Sometimes I read a little bit. And then we quietly practice um, in devotion for 20 minutes and we each do that in our own way so some people rest some people draw paint or write look at the sky or meditate or draw cards whatever you feel like and then at the end we come together and you can optionally share what came up for you it's quite experimental I'm not sharing a whole lot because I feel like this is such a personal topic and I don't want to be in any way kind of imposing my own thoughts of what spirituality is or could be to other people on other people but I love hearing and I love being together and sometimes it feels really natural to bring making to that space and it also makes me think of making as like a real refuge and a touching point in life where I in my own life haven't felt like there's a space for me within religious structures that I could embody as my whole self if that makes sense and feel really kind of in integrity and also welcome and so but I want this space right like I want a space also to think about the big questions in life and feel connected to something bigger than myself and I think in some ways I found that in making and that's really precious to me and I want to explore that some more here so yeah this is my little waffle 13 minutes in about what's changing for the podcast and why um, and where I'm at and I also want to tell you about a few things that will be coming up so firstly I'm currently planning a five-day creative winter retreat um, which I'll offer over on the making app and it's going to be over New Year's Eve so at the very end of the year to the very beginning of the next year I'm not a big fan of New Year's Eve and never have been I've actually had this accident that I had was on New Year's Eve 2020 and so this year I kind of wanted to stop making myself have fun (laughs) I mean I'll definitely have fun you know but not in a conventional way so I want to offer this five-day online retreat which I think of as like an artist residency or a writer's retreat or just a break from ordinary life as we go from one year to the next at least in the Gregorian calendar and so the format will be that we'll meet Um, For three hours each day, the first 45 minutes, I'll give a little workshop on creativity and practice. Then we'll have a 15-minute break, and then we'll have two hours of quiet practice together. And we'll hold this really sweet, um, supportive um, container of accountability. So I know for me, I would probably, if I didn't have that space, I'll probably watch a lot of crap on Netflix and flop around and that's really cool too you know like there's nothing wrong with that and I think rest can look like many different things but I'm really excited to be 
in that space where I'm really committing to maybe do some printmaking, maybe some more crochet, maybe I'm going to draw or paint or see or write. And I will just know I will show up to my practice in a deeper way in that container with other people. And I'm also really excited to prepare these workshops and really think about where I'm at with creativity and how can we manage to bring more of it into our lives. Um, on the podcast, I will also bring more solo episodes. I have um, a bunch more episodes already recorded with guests that I really am excited to share. I think six at the moment, and I will take a bit of a break from recording new ones because that is really taking a lot more time coordinating, you know, the meetup, doing the recording, editing, recording an intro and so forth. I love doing it, but I am also back at school studying at the moment, which I'll tell you more about in another episode. So I need um, to scale back while also really wanting to give this podcast more love and more episodes. And so more of them will be solo. And I really encourage and invite you to email me if you're interested or if you have a question that you want me to cover. I would like to record more meditations for you. I would maybe like to record little ritual guides or creative projects and yeah, just answer questions and be in dialogue with you as a listener in that way instead of just with my guests. So you can get, catch me at hello at yarodigital.com. I can't promise that I will be able to write back very quickly. <laughs> I'm, it's hard to stay on top of your inbox, but I love hearing from people and I would love it if you reach out or if you wanted to hear me talk about something in, in particular. And then uh, the last announcement is that my creative community is now meeting twice per week, at least till the winter solstice. So this is for our patrons at all levels. We used to meet every Sunday evening, 8 to 9 p.m. UK time. And the format is always the same. I open with a grounding. I welcome everyone in. People share what they're committing to working on. I draw a card. I share some journaling prompts. And then we quietly work together for about five, 45 minutes. And it's, again, that's like really gentle weekly accountability, such a good way to eat, to end the week. Because I feel like whatever the week has been like, I always end it feeling like I have been engaged with my practice I'm still a maker and a creative person and that's really sweet and also just seeing other people in their own practice is really beautiful to witness and it feels low energy accessible you know I can't promise that it's accessible in every way to everyone that's never the case but I think people come feeling comfortable being in their pajamas being off video not sharing anything doing something really small, maybe just cooking a meal, um, but just wanting that company. And that feels, I'm really grateful for that. That means a lot to me. And so the announcement is that we're now meeting twice a week. I'm offering a second session on Wednesday evenings from 6.30 to 8 p.m. UK time. So a slightly longer session, same format. And I... I'm just experimenting with that. I have committed to offering that until the winter solstice and then I'll reassess if twice a week is really um, something I can sustainably offer. I know that for myself, I want that continuity and depth of practice at the moment and I love sharing with, with others. This is still on a donation basis through Patreon and I'll link to the show notes, to it in the show notes if you want to join. So business-wise, it feels like a bit of a mad thing to do because it's 10 sessions in total I'm offering on a donation basis per month. Twice a week, um, the creative 
co-working sessions and then on the first Monday each month we have an intention setting sessions and then the first Sunday each month there's queer spirit so um queer spirit is free um everything else is kind of connected to the patreon but it means that in theory you can you know come see me 10 times per month if you want on zoom and that might not be for you there's certainly no expectation to show up every single time but I think if you are in a space in your life right now where you want that group accountability and a bit of a container and framework around your practice then that could be a really beautiful thing and I would love to have you all right that's all for now thank you so much for listening I'm really grateful for you and if you could leave a review that would mean a lot to me as well but in any case I love you and I look forward to sharing more soon.